on May 23rd. I want to go back to normal. What's normal? The Paramount Plus original series, Evil Returns. We've already hunted werewolves and demons. And now what? A baby antichrist? Okie dokie. Prepare yourself. You will not beat us. For the end. I have visions of hell. Make it stop. Make it shut up. You're not gonna survive this. Evil. The final season. Streaming May 23rd. Only on Paramount+. Plus. It's Monday, June 17th, and you are listening to the 24-7 Sports Morning Blitz, a daily podcast catching you up on and breaking down the day's college football news, all within 15 minutes or fewer. My name is Connor Tapp, and I'm joined on the other line by 24-7 Sports National College Football writer Chris Hummer. Chris, how's it going? Doing great, man. Thanks for having me on. Uh, Just watched the U.S. Open, feeling a little down about my golf game, considering it's terrible. But there's only 68 days until college football, so I've got that to be excited about. So uh, I'm glad you mentioned which U.S. Open it was, tennis or golf, because I honestly would have had no idea. I'm head uh, firmly buried in the hole uh, when it comes to most other sports these days. I'm, I'm getting old. I don't have time to keep up with all this stuff. Anyway, Chris, uh, big news out of uh, Florida State slash Alabama this weekend. Uh, Landon Dickerson finally announced his long-expected transfer to Alabama from Florida State. Dickerson is a graduate transfer and will, of course, be eligible to play immediately. Uh, So, Chris, let's talk immediate impact for Alabama here. Yeah, uh, I think Landon could be a big help in 2019. Um, I wouldn't necessarily project him to be a starter. I think Alabama's uh, five-man rotation there is pretty well established. But in the short term, Landon's going to be a great swing option. He's a guy who I know has traditionally played tackle, but he can fit in multiple spaces, especially at guard. I don't think he can necessarily play center, but he can legitimately play in four spots for the Tide. And that's huge when you kind of play a 15-game season every year like Alabama tends to. And uh, if he can stay healthy, if you look forward to 2020, you can almost plug him in as a starter at right or left tackle. He's a former five-star guy and a really uh, high-impact potential there in Tuscaloosa. So, Chris, I know we've been expecting this news to come for a long time now, but still, the stings pretty bad for FSU. In case you missed it, their offensive line was atrocious last year, and losing Dickerson to Alabama definitely does not help. Um, how concerned are we about FSU's offensive line entering year two of the Willie Taggart era? Yeah, I think there should be there should definitely be big concern. I don't mean to laugh when I say that, but. FSU has a really big offensive line problem. It's not going to get any worse than it was last year. Uh, For perspective, Florida State ranked 129th in yards per carry last year. They're only 130 FBS teams. So when you average under three yards a carry, you're doing something really wrong. Uh, Florida State brought in Randy Clements uh, this uh, offseason from Houston to kind of help fix his offensive line along with Kendall Bryles. And Clements is sort of like an offensive line whisperer, especially in that veer and shoot system. But Florida State's probably going to have four or five new starters along that front. There's not a lot of experienced depth. And losing a guy like Landon Dickerson, somebody who went healthy, you could just like stick at left tackle and pretty much count on. And it's a big blow. So that FSU offensive line is going to be kind of a work in progress all year. Chris's graduate transfers ourselves. We are immediately eligible to start talking about another topic. So let's go hurry up, no huddle, through another jam-packed weekend of recruiting commitments. First up, we've got four-star running back Tarek. Tyrek, I'm not quite sure on the pronunciation. It's T-I-R-E-K. Murphy uh, out of New York committing to Purdue. The 
Boilermakers with a with a with the first blue chipper in their 2019 or I'm sorry 2020 class, uh, trying to follow up a really strong 2020 or 2019 class where they finished number 25 in the 24/7 Sports composite team rankings. Um, Elsewhere in the Northeast, uh, four-star offensive tackle Michael Carmody out of Mars, Pennsylvania, committed to Notre Dame. This one was expected going in in terms of the crystal ball. Notre Dame was expected to be the pick. Um, But still, that's got a sting for James Franklin and company to lose another uh, home state or at least nearby guy uh, considering the, the run of ill fortune they've had in terms of commitments and transfers and everything else. Yeah, it, hasn't, it definitely hasn't been the best couple of months on the recruiting trail for Penn State. But uh, in terms of this uh, pickup for Notre Dame, Michael is just another one of those like really athletic, long offensive linemen Notre Dame seems to have a bunch of every year. He's six foot six with a really good shuttle time around a four seven five. He's got a frame at two hundred and eighty five pounds that you can kind of really see jumping to the three hundred or three hundred and ten pound range. He's a pretty he's a standout basketball player on the court. He's like the type of athletic prototype Notre Dame has really kind of made its money with the last couple of years along the offensive line. It's a pretty good pickup for the Irish. Dallas quarterback Chandler Morris, a four-star in the 24-7 Sports Composite, committed to Arkansas over the weekend. And no, that name and location are not coincidences. Chandler is indeed the son of Chad Morris, the Arkansas head coach. After Chandler's commitment, his dad tweeted, I've been working this recruit's mama for a really long time. Yeah, that's got to be real awkward if you miss out on your son as a, yeah. uh, as a coach. So it's probably a good thing Chad picked up his son, who was a pretty good quarterback himself. Uh, for those familiar with the Texas area, Chandler's the starting quarterback at Highland Park High School. It's a power uh, in the state. People who produce guys like Clayton Kershaw and Matthew Stafford. Uh, Chandler's actually the second Highland Park quarterback. The uh, Razorbacks have signed in three years, along with uh, John Parker Jones, who is uh, quite famously... Jerry Jones's grandson, uh, Arkansas has tried for a long time uh, under Chad Morris's regime to find a quarterback, and uh, maybe he just has to look in his own backyard. It'll be interesting to see moving forward how that uh, father-son relationship works out on the field. The Auburn Tigers had had a little bit of a sleepy start to their 2020 recruiting. Got a big kick in the pants this weekend uh, from four, four-star outside linebacker Trenton Simpson out of Charlotte committing to the Tigers, becoming their top-ranked recruit in what is now the 16th-ranked recruiting class in the composite team rankings. And they also added three-star linebacker Cameron Riley out of Evergreen, Alabama. Yeah, like big pickup for Auburn. Uh, they're, they are pretty... Uh, they're pretty raw at linebacker. They've got a lot of new blood coming in and they're going to lose a lot on that defense after this year. It was really important for the Tigers to kind of restock that linebacker group, this recruiting cycle. And, uh, you kind of see Gus Malzahn going out there and targeting his needs. And, uh, they're both linebackers who can run, which fits in perfectly with what Kevin Steele likes to do on defense there. And in kind of a off the wall recruiting win of the week. Uh, BYU picked up a quarterback from Hawaii, Soljay. I'm not going to insult him by trying to pronounce his name, but uh, he's a name that people in recruiting should be kind of familiar with. Michigan offered him in eighth grade, and uh, he's kind of the latest quarterback from the islands. Uh, He is not from the same school as Tua and Marcus Mariota, but he's from a nearby school. He moved to Washington, D.C. to kind of get more recruiting exposure. And uh, he could be the next Hawaiian gunslinger out there. So it'll be uh, 
fun to follow him for the next couple of years. Uh, although how it usually goes with BYU, he might be on a Mormon mission, so we might not see him sure. until 2023. But uh, it's a name to follow from Hawaii for sure at quarterback. Yeah, since we don't want to pronounce it, maybe people want to Google it. So I'm just going to spell it out for him. It's M A I A V A. I got it when I when I first when I first uh, when I first saw his name, I got a little excited because I thought, oh, maybe he's related to the Rock. But then I realized it's not Maya Via. So uh, well, <laughs> small bummer, but. Um, it's fine. Um, well, uh, that's going to do it for today's episode of the 24-7 Sports Morning Blitz. If you enjoy what you heard, make sure to leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and tell a friend to check us out. For Chris Hummer, I'm Connor Tapp, and we'll see you bright and early on Tuesday for the next edition of the 24-7 Sports Morning Blitz.